0: Now, let's get to the heart of the matter. Hey, what's up you guys? It's your girl, Kate Warman, and we are here with a Heart of Dating bonus episode. Let's go. If you're watching on YouTube, I am wearing a bright red lipstick right now. I never wear lipstick. This is so much fun. You're going to have to go on YouTube to see it, but you're also going to want to watch this episode on YouTube because this episode is deeply heartfelt and the only way you're really going to be able to experience it to its maximum capacity is watching on YouTube. Because today JJ and I are talking all about our engagement story. We're telling you guys how it all went down, how we planned out the process or really JJ planned out the process and what he actually planned. And honestly, it was the sweetest, most truly special day of my entire life to date. I will never forget it. And if I could put into one word what I felt that day, it was that I felt completely seen. JJ built the most thoughtful, thoughtful proposal, and he didn't actually spend a lot of money doing it. He just used a lot of thoughtfulness. And so today we want to tell you about that story. We want it to encourage you uh, for the guys listening. Hopefully this helps give you some pro tips on how to make an awesome engagement without spending all your money. Uh, But we haven't shared our story. So we're just so excited for you guys to hear it. So without further ado, this bonus episode, telling our engagement story. Oh my goodness.
1: What is going on? We're
0: telling our engagement story.
1: Yes, we are. For the first time? Yeah. Wow. Because
0: when I got engaged, you know, like when when we got engaged, (laughs) when I got engaged, when we got engaged, you know, nobody knew our story yet and all the things. And I wasn't about to just share... All of what you did on the most most perfect day, nothing standing in my way.
1: (laughs) (laughs) See, I'm telling you, I tell Kate all the time, she has a great voice.
0: No, I don't. That was great. Thank you. If you can tell me that reference, leave it in the comment section on YouTube if you're watching this right now. But uh, okay, I didn't want to tell everybody about this perfect day in the beginning because I wanted them to get to know us first and then, and get to know our story and then just see how special it was for our engagement. Oh my gosh, honey. We have to tell them about the, I love you thing too. Oh my gosh. Okay. Okay.
1: Lot to unpack here.
0: Wow. I'm going to cry. It was
1: a big day. It was a very big day. And I think there was a lot leading up to it.
0: That's why. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to tell you before the day planning and then the day of, and we're going to tell you as much as we can um, in this short mini, so bonus episode.
1: I think the objective is if you're a guy, it gives you a good framework mm. to use for this engagement day. And if you're a girl, it gives you some very good practical tips Yeah, on what to, what to do.
0: And we're just going to share because it's fun and we want mm-hmm. you guys to know us. So before the day, um, here's a pro tip from the female side. First of all, be patient. Okay. But second of all, make sure if you do like be open about your expectations, but make sure to tell some of your girlfriends, like some of the things, like whether it's the ring style, whether it's like what you, what you've always had in mind, you never know what the guy's going to ask them, but hopefully he will. And at least your girlfriends will know because I've had people in the past that the girlfriends knew nothing. And I was like, that's really weird. Like why haven't you told your girlfriends? And so, um, Tell your girlfriends uh, and a smart man will consult your girlfriends for the guys listening. Right, babe?
1: Well, and since we're all smart men listening to
0: this, (laughs)
1: consult their girlfriends. Yeah. It's it's the best way to do your research, to do your detective work. Consult the girlfriends.
0: Yep. And so you did, didn't you?
1: I did. I texted them. I called them and I got the scoops. And if I had any questions, you asked them. And they bring it up in girl talk and then they report right back to you. It's like it's going weird. back to third grade and having the girls and the guys do recon for you.
0: It's so funny. And it's
1: really, really helpful. You want to tell them about the ring? Yeah. Process? So the
0: ring process, we did go ring shopping a few months in advance of engagement. Um, for me, I worked in fashion like I have a specific aesthetic that I like, and I had never tried on diamond rings before. And so um, I was like, I really want to see what I even like because every person's finger and their aesthetic is so different. I wanted something that looked good on my finger that also was timeless. And actually I had an idea of what I liked, but we went with something totally different. We went with a cushion cut, which was something I saw, an elongated cushion, I should Mm. say, which is something I saw at the end of one of these appointments we went to. I saw someone else trying on this ring and I was like, that looks interesting. And I had thought I figured out that I wanted like a radiant cut or whatever. And then I was like, I just want to go try on that one. And so I did. And as soon as I tried on the elongated cushion, I was like, oh, I love this one. And I could never go back.
1: Should we tell them about what we did on Rodeo Drive?
0: Yes Oh, that was so fun That was so fun
1: And it was funny Because we go to Rodeo Drive I've never been before I've Mm -hmm. only heard about it in TV shows, music, movies
0: Oh, I love it well,
1: we walk into Tiffany's <laughs> like we were supposed to be there. Yes. We and make an appointment. Yeah. Make an appointment. And then they bring out the champagne <laughs> and then you just look at rings. Yes. And the biggest thing is just pretend like you belong there, even though we both knew we didn't.
0: <laughs> and, you know, actually, the good part about it is they educate you on a lot.
1: They really do. And to be honest, though, the way it works now. I guess we can do some education in this too, because mm-hmm. <laughs> there's a lot to learn. The funny thing about the ring business is Tiffany's Cartier, all these old fashioned guys who've been around for a hundred years, they actually, from a selection point of view, don't have a lot they to don't offer. Have a lot of they have their signature offer and then they boast about how amazing the diamond is that you're buying. Yes. But nobody's gonna be pulling out a magnifying glass. Nobody's gonna be really caring about the clarity of it. And so cut
0: the four C's. <laughs>
1: these guys have really refused to making custom rings. And the way it works now with Instagram is by the time a girl gets engaged, she already knows what kind of ring she wants mm-hmm. from looking at diamond rings on Instagram for years and years. Yeah. And the best companies, which is, we'll tell you, Brilliant Earth, in our opinion, there's a couple others. They do lab growing diamonds, yeah. which we're big fans of. And they literally have a ton. It's all ethical. Yeah, they have a ton of selection. It's grown in a lab. There's no difference between. There's
0: lit, and, like literally no difference. I've taken the ring because mine is a lab grown diamond. I'm not afraid to say that. And I've taken it to jewelers that look under a microscope. You cannot tell. The only. Very small difference. Sometimes that you can see in an earth-grown diamond versus a lab diamond is some of the air bubbles from carbon dioxide because that happens in the earth. But not every diamond even has those, and you really can't even see them. It's so ridiculous. You,
1: we can't. You cannot see them with a blind eye, and jewelers jewish can rarely, rarely tell the difference. It's just uh, the biggest difference is one's grown in the earth and one is grown in a lab. My, on a molecular level, it's the same thing. It's the same. It's the exact. They're both rocks. And you want
0: an affordable option? No, this is not sponsored by Brilliant Earth. So we
1: should. <laughs> no, we're just that. trying to save you guys a lot of money.
0: Yes, because you can get something nice, nicer at like. Much better rate, one third the cost. Absolutely, I would say. yeah,
1: probably about a third of the cost. Yeah, so and Brilliant Earth will literally say, if you can't find the one that you like, of their thousands of choices, they will literally say, just send us a picture and we'll make it.
0: Yeah, and you have to be specific because they don't, I won't tell you guys about that part, but they did mess up some things and that's okay. Just as a
1: side note, <laughs> just show them if your diamond is too big for the setting. A big
0: big diamond
1: it'll topple over it'll I go have to a this very side thin band
0: and a big diamond which i wanted yeah but they didn't consult jj about how thick the band should be with the ratio of how big the diamond is yeah. and how high the diamond is
1: it's yeah just think about it like physically it's a really heavy weight on a very tall stand with a f- very thin band so there's just not a lot not to support it. it
0: so I actually for my band I'm going to have two bands one below one above and and I I love my ring I love my ring but Brilliant Earth should have told JJ that and well, that's okay
1: <laughs> that's part of just dealing with the inter- internet comp- company sorry yeah, they're just going to do exactly what you said yes so,
0: and so he created like one that I found that I loved at one of the first jewelers we ever went to that I fell in love with where I like caught eye of that one. This other woman is trying on and he basically created that one.
1: Yeah. It was super easy. Yeah. Super, super fun. There's a lot of history on the diamond business. If you're a history person, look up in the past hundred years, how they just convinced people that you had to buy a new diamond over every other oh rock. My gosh, it's so And weird. you know, there's only about, I think like three to 4% of the diamond supply is out for sale. So there are just stockpiles of diamonds. Cause they're kind of worthless rocks. They're shiny rocks that are great for drilling and cutting, but besides that, that's it. <laughs> Don't tell me that. <laughs> so, but it's just anyway. Funny. yeah. Anyway, so that was a mistake, but I hope that helps you guys and girls on the diamond part of it. Now we're going to talk a little bit about another mistake I made.
0: (laughs) Okay. This is another mistake. Um, so gearing up to engagement guys need to watch their words. Oh my gosh. Nothing gets by me. Nothing gets by many women in December. We were just talking about engagement. You know, we're in pre-engagement counseling. We're coming up to the end of it. It's nearing the new year. My conference is in February, just all these things. And so Um, JJ, we were just talking about like potential timeline, like kind of loosely. And JJ made this comment. He said, well, it'd probably be easiest if we were engaged by conference period dot end of sentence, literally took that phrase, that sentence, put it stockpiled in my brain. I said, Oh, conference is in six weeks. I have six weeks to prepare myself. (laughs) And I was like, I did not forget it. Okay. Stockpiled in my brain.
1: Yeah, they have the most amazing brains when it comes to timelines. (laughs) Just timelines in general, my advice to guys is just don't say timelines. When I'd like to be in a relationship by, when I'd like to be engaged by, just don't say it. You can have an idea of it in your head, but if you do say it, they will remember. Yeah, they will remember. So I had this little stop date. I had to propose by a certain date. And her mind and my mind, I didn't have to, but it it was the easiest and best way. So to not ruin the surprise, here's a great pro tip as well. If you're kind of in the situation where it's definitely possible it's going to happen, but you don't want to ruin it, and it's over the course of two months, three months, four months, just ask her to um, do her nails on like. Four to six times in that three to four month period, yeah, like space them out weeks. by yeah. every couple of weeks and just make sure that she's getting them done.
0: Yeah, it so that be... way, because that's always the thing that ruins it, right? A girlfriend is like, Hey, do you want to go get your nails done? I've done it for so many girlfriends, and then the girlfriend's like, What? I never get my nails done with you. Why yeah, do you want to get your nails exactly. done? Exactly, And it ruins it. It totally ruins it. Cause then you're like, Oh, now I know. And I didn't want to know. So I was like, babe, that would be so great. Like I need to have my nails done. My nails only last. They only look good for this amount of time. So then he scheduled calendar appointments.
1: I scheduled four over the course of what? Eight two weeks
0: months. Yeah.
1: So that's a good pro tip. If you really want to keep a surprise, just schedule out four of them. I didn't even pay for them. I just made her go, which I think <laughs> was a great excuse for her to go get her nails done. She loved it.
0: Yeah, I mean, she, I she wanted had to. Get to. Them done. I was like, I got to be prepared. I mean, you over had here. to
1: exactly. But
0: actually, funny story is the night before he proposed, I was so tired, exhausted. It was the week before conference. I almost didn't go, but then I remembered the calendar invitation. I was like, <gasps> and I remember what he said. It would probably be easiest if we were engaged by conference. And I was like. I got to get them done just in case. And I'm I think so glad you were saying that
1: and I was like, I couldn't, what can I say? <laughs> you know, <laughs> the day after it's going to happen. So I'll tell you guys about the planning part. This part was really fun for me. I actually, I'm not a big planner, but this part was super, super fun for me. Once I got an idea of what Kate wanted from her friends, I basically had, you know, the things that I needed to deliver on, but... More importantly, could get really creative on so I knew going into it that she wanted to have, um, you know, something with friends involved, uh, some kind of thing involving Disney and where our first date was, and then from there, um, it was really like kind of up to me, yeah. I think the spot. What was really nice was she didn't have a specific spot that she wanted to get married at.
0: Or engaged
1: at. Sorry, yeah, engaged at. So I could get really creative to find a really, really cool beach spot or overlook spot on the coast of California to pick where I was going to propose. Because we didn't have any sentimental value um, to the spot where we got proposed, but it was beautiful and I did some recon and research at sunset to make sure that that was a great spot to pick. So I started socializing that uh, once I bought the ring, I bought the ring uh, right after Christmas. And so I held on to it for about uh, eight weeks, uh, six weeks. And um, from there, I just had to pick out a date. Fortunately, I got really lucky on my date because we had some unfortunate circumstances. And if I picked any other weekend, it would have been really bad. So, <laughs> but here's what I would say when it came to the planning, the core of the engagement and the proposal process is thoughtfulness. The key ingredient is thoughtfulness. So, guys, if you're listening to this and you're thinking about it, just bookmark this for that day. Ask yourself, what? Do they love more than anything on earth? Mm. Where do they love to be more than anywhere on earth? And then my favorite one is what are the things I can do to level up and make this extra thoughtful? What are the little things I can do to level up and make this extra thoughtful? So for me, Do we want to go into some of the specific thoughtful things I did? So for me, I knew that she wanted to be at Disney somehow. She wanted to have her friends involved somehow. And she wanted to have the proposal at a beautiful spot. That's it. Uh So from there, I just said, you know, it would be really fun. She so much enjoyed my scavenger hunt that I threw for her in Seattle. That was like one of her favorite dates ever. And with proper planning, you can really get that done and make it work. So I started to asked myself like why not just make this an all day thing? Why just make this a you know, a five minute ordeal, ten minute ordeal, and then why not make this an everyday thing? So I basically was okay with the fact of sending her on a scavenger hunt, which ideally from the very beginning she knows that today is the day. And it was an all-day affair. I loved
0: that, too. Well,
1: I'll yeah, it was an all-day affair. So she came home from brunch from a friend. So leading into it, I got her friends to book her on a Saturday. They one for brunch, boys. one for Disney later that day. And then maybe somebody else that night. So she was... It was
0: the, No, just those two. Okay.
1: So she was pretty much booked. And then I asked for permission to go golfing that Saturday. I know.
0: He threw me off. He was like, oh, do you want to go golfing this Saturday? afternoon?" Oh, know? yeah. I, like,
1: I asked her if she wanted to come like, with what? me I was, after I knew she had Because I was plans. starting
0: to get really confused. I'll get into my story. I was like... it like, you know, eliminating process of elimination back to his comment. It would probably be easiest if we were engaged by conference. And so it's, this is a
1: weekend before this this is, the last like, possible time this is The only
0: weekend. I was like, maybe, maybe he's not actually going to, I was like, maybe he's going to do it on like Valentine's day or the week after on our one year anniversary, which would also make sense. Obviously I was like, Oh, da, 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 da. anyway. Um, so he's asking me, first of all, yeah, one of the decoys you asked, you had Kristen asked me if I wanted to go to Club 33, which. Was like, how are you ever going to say no? If you've ever heard of Club 33, it's like the exclusive Disney club that you can really never get into. <laughs> I've never been. It's like a bucket list thing. And like people pay $30,000 to be a member. It's so ridiculous. But anyway, I was like, I'm getting invited to go to Club 33. I was like, I will drop everything. And so she, <laughs> so I told JJ, I'm going to Club 33 with Chris. And he was like, he made such a big deal. You guys, he was like, what? What? you didn't invite me? And I was like,
1: what? Oh, I was so butthurt. I yeah, like really played it up. But I was hurt. like, can you ask her please? Like, I know I don't ask her much. Yeah, he
0: wanted me to text Chris and ask if he could come. And I was like, this is ridiculous. And, which I never do. I was like, you don't even like Disney. Like, really?
1: so, and then I was like, and before that or after that, I was like, you want to go golfing with me? Yeah. You and know? And she like, was like, no, I'm going to club 33. And then I was like, what? You're going to club 33. And I had, work with Kristen before this point her friend. So, that was just some fun stuff leading into it to really cuz Kate's like a a hound dog on a scent trail. You know, I really had to throw her off and you know, lead the trail elsewhere.
0: Hey guys, I want to interrupt this really sweet and important episode to tell you guys about how we chose our venue for our wedding. Now, people often do not talk about this, but here's the thing. One or both of you as a couple often have dreamt forever about the place you're gonna get married one day and all of the details. And then when you're getting married, you have to bring all of those dreams together. Well, what do you do if you have two totally different desires and dreams? Hmm? It can be really hard to combine lives and create a wedding that is going to be special for the both of you. So here's what JJ and I did. We came up with three non-negotiables. And one of the things that we did agree on, one of the biggest things that we agreed on was that we wanted to create a wedding retreat. You know, oftentimes you go to a wedding just for a day and then you leave and you barely get to know anybody there. It's like you're there and then you're gone. And that's all you experience. Even if you're in the bridal party, that can often happen. We wanted to create an experience that brought together our closest family for multiple days, a wedding retreat, if you will. We also wanted it to feel European. Well, let me be real, that's what I really wanted. I wanted it to feel European, and I wanted it to be in a destination that people were actually really excited to visit. This is when we discovered our amazing venue, Gardner Ranch in Carmel Valley, California. Now, Carmel is easily my favorite place, hands down, in all of America, and truly one of my favorite places in the entire world. If you've never been, put it on your bucket list, okay? The property at Gardner Ranch is gorgeous. I wanted to tell you guys about it because if you do get married anytime in the coming years, think about Gardner Ranch, truly the most beautiful venue. The property is nestled in the valley, surrounded by mountains and packed with endless locations for ceremonies to goodbye brunches and everything in between. You can literally go to the venue and never leave. The best part about it is the wedding retreat. They have five amazing ranch homes on the property. And so not only can you get married there, do your brunch there, do your rehearsal there, do everything there. You can also stay there and have an entire grounds for you and all of your friends and family. We are so, so excited excited to be getting married at Gardener Ranch. And I also have to tell you guys this, the staff at Garden Ranch is incredibly amazing. Heather Radcliffe is our girl, and she has helped us along through this entire journey. Shout out to Heather, who we love and now have just really cultivated a friendship with. We just could not be more thankful and more happy and truly just expectant and excited for what's gonna happen on our wedding day. So I wanted to let you guys behind the scenes of what that process has looked like for us picking a venue. And also if you're in the need for a wedding venue anytime in the near future, could not recommend Gardner Ranch more. Okay, let's get back to this amazing story about our engagement.
1: As I planned this day, I knew I wanted to do a scavenger hunt style where (laughs) I highlighted really important spots in our relationship um, that she could drive to. That's not crazy far. So I picked our first date spot, which also doubled as Disney. I picked our six-month date spot where we basically agreed that we wanted to move forward towards marriage. Yeah. We're not agreeing to to getting married, but we agree that this is a great trajectory and we are moving towards marriage. Yes. Which is not to be confused. And then cuz Kate started talking wedding plans after this I'm like, "Honey," <laughs> <laughs> Did I propose? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so that spot was really fun because that was a uh, this was a fun date. I can quickly tell you guys. I borrowed a friend's truck. I put a mattress and a bunch of blankets and uh, pillows in the back of the pickup truck, and then we parked underneath the airport to watch planes take off. Like we were so right underneath them. Wow. So we did a big picnic. It was super super cool. But as a side note, it's super, super loud. You kind of forget the part in the movies where the planes are super, super loud. So every five minutes, you're like pausing in conversation. But that was was an awesome date. Yeah, at sunset. So I picked out that spot. And then the last spot I picked out was just the coordinates of the beach and the area that I was going to be proposing at.
0: Crescent
1: Beach Crescent Beach Bay and I did a lot of recon and make sure that was a good one. Uh, I had perfect lighting, perfect lighting at sunset. It was really, really cool and I could kind of take over the corner of this cove and get everybody out of there.
0: Can I see your phone? Sure. Because I want to show them something audio wise. Oh, yeah. Okay.
1: So um, that being said, so the day kicked off and basically at each station... I view them as stations, her home base where she started the scavenger hunt, first date spot, six month date spot, and then proposal place. I really wanted to make it special for her. And so I basically said at each spot, I'm going to have a French theme, I'm going to involve a friend, I'm going to have a video, I'm going to have a letter, and I'm going to have a scrapbook. And that was a lot, but I had tons of time to prepare. So I just methodically sort of knocking out all this stuff. None of this stuff is my forte, by the way. Scrapbooking? Are you kidding me? I'm a quarterback (laughs) who loves golf and outdoor stuff. Scrapbooking? (laughs) So, but I made it happen, you know, because...
0: I want to show them the scrapbook.
1: Yeah. Let me put it this way. And this is for the guys listening, if you're still listening. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have a romantic bone in my body. I Mm. do not at all. Kate, on the other hand, is like a romantic garbage disposal. She just cannot get enough of it. Sounds horrible. Like a crackhead. So I made the scrapbook here if you're watching.
0: You got to go on YouTube to see it.
1: I just printed off like 150 pictures and cut them all. I got some French stickers and newspaper clippings from Amazon and I just made a, a scrapbook. My first one ever.
0: And there's texts in them too. I
1: screenshot our first text messages where I asked her out really fun there text was messages. One was
0: the beginning. One was around six months and one was moving towards engagement.
1: Yeah. And every, every one of them so had the a theme. One. So the, the first one was first dates. The second one was like getting to know each other six months, you know, and the decision we made. Wow. And then the last one was you know, the road towards marriage and each letter had a theme with it. (laughs) <laughs> so literally just fun pictures, sweet pictures, romantic pictures, screenshots of text messages. Here's
0: clue number two, which yeah. is always in there with a the little message on the back if you can see it. So
1: I didn't stain these letters. They're just all from Amazon.
0: And here's one. Oh, it. Oh, my gosh. We have to tell them. So also you wrote on the letters because we hadn't said I love you until engagement.
1: Oh, yeah. This I, we just skipped over that. So I love you. Mm-hmm. I wrote that as like I first stayed. Stage, stage two, love. And then the last one is you, where she's about to get proposed to. And that was very fun because <laughs> we never said, I love you until we got engaged. And the reason why was because Kate had had so many men in her life previously tell her that I love you. And I just refused to be another man who said, I love you and didn't follow it up with action. Mm-hmm. So I said, until I marry you, I'm not going to say, I love you. Mm. And so we saved it. That was the first time we said, I love you was when I got down on one knee and proposed to her. Mm-hmm. And it was so special. It was. it was so sweet because that word gets so lost in the English language. Yeah. I love chocolate ice cream. I love you. <laughs> I love God. I like, come on.
0: Everything is. So
1: I, love. I really wanted to make sure that Kate knew with everything leading up to that point that I actually loved her and I would do whatever it took. To get to that proposal, so
0: sweet. So it was like a mix of like first time I'm getting told I love you, and we're saying I love you, and we're getting engaged. There's a lot of feelings, and I had the whole day to prepare. Even JJ, JJ had a Google Doc that he sent to all of my friends, and to have them review, and it was mapped out hour by hour. And he gave me. With the initial surprise when I came back, um, that my whole back porch was decorated with photos and, um, French theme stuff in the scrapbook. And my best friend, Kristen was there. And my friend Kathleen was with me who I went to breakfast with. And oh my gosh, it was so sweet. I was like, what is happening? I was freaking out. There's a video of that we may share on Instagram. And, um, and then he, he recorded a video. I'm going to play the video that you said, is that okay? Yeah, for sure. So this is what he said. So you can hopefully hear it. Let's see. Hey baby.
1: I know that you think that you're the type of A planner in the relationship, but it turns out I have that to me as well. So um, I'm crying just thinking about the past couple days and how tough it's been, and I know that you're working so hard, and I'm so proud of you. So um, you tried to finish and guess. I don't know if you actually knew that this was coming, but it's here, and the day has finally come where I get to look at you and say I love you and propose to you. So enjoy the rest of the day with Kristen and your friends at each stop. Um, I can't wait to see you at this undisclosed romantic location and get down on one knee and ask you to be my wife. Love you, baby.
0: Me? And that was the first time I actually heard him say love you. I tear out.
1: Oh. <laughs> Very sweet, baby.
0: It was, I have so many photos and videos. Okay, also the video of, is it in here? Oh, and then you recorded this video for me. Also, every stop, there was a video of my best friends and at the final stop, the video of my family, of family members. And it was just so sweet. Um, and the final stop, he recorded this video the night before at the actual engagement location. So I'm going to also play that. This
1: was right before she walked down the stairs at the beach mm-hmm. to get. So this is the last video she watched yes. before she walked down and get proposed to. your favorite other boy, Mr. Teddy, right before you walk down, and I get on one knee to ask you to marry me, so. I'm so honored, honey, and it's the easiest and best decision of my life, and um, I'll see you in about 30 seconds, so. I love you. I can't wait to say it in person, and you mean the world to me, and I can't wait to start life with you, honey, so. The honor's all mine.
0: See you soon, honey. I love it.
1: Very sweet.
0: Oh, it was so sweet. Oh my gosh. It was the best day. I'm now going to cry. Oh. So sweet, honey.
1: Very sweet. Well, I just want to say, guys, listen to this. Thoughtfulness is the superpower to making your future partner feel loved and cherished and pursued and safe and just loved. Mm -hmm. It is the key ingredient. And this proposal did not cost me much money. It cost me a lot of thoughtfulness and time. And I was so, so happy to give that. I was so happy to give that.
0: It was so perfect.
1: So thoughtfulness is free for you to give the time. If it's important, you will make it work. Just make sure you give yourself plenty of time. And then just at every turn, every event, every point, just ask yourself, how can I make this a little bit more thoughtful? How can I level up? Because it really is the most important and most fun day for the bride because the wedding, they're going to be planning everything. So this is your time to flex, to take ownership and really deliver from front to end on, you know, really is one of the most special days of their life.
0: Yes, it was, it was, it was, it still is. It was like, if I can describe it in one word, it was this, just that I felt so seen and like so accepted and just in every way with his thoughtfulness, the French stuff, the Disney, the friends, the letters, like the scrapbooks, all these things that like mean so much to me. And then at the end, also, we didn't say this, but he proposed on the beach and then all like I had, he had all my friends a California friends there and for a picnic on this beach that he had made. And it was like this beautiful, you know, like those designer picnics you see on Instagram, except he made it and had all my friends help set it up. And like, that was also, he had that and it was just like every part of it. I just felt so seen. Oh,
1: very sweet. Well, a very big special thanks to Ryan Fleming and Sam Kim who shot all the content. Yeah. It's so funny. That's our videographer and photographer friend who I met at the golf course uh-huh. and it was they were such troopers and I'll tell you about all the other friends in a second but they came down and guys, she was about to walk down in 15 minutes and we had nothing set up. <laughs> we are all all running behind schedule, I was like, oh my gosh. So I literally got my game face on, I looked at everybody and said, listen, we have about 15 minutes to make this happen. You're doing this, you're doing this, you're doing that. So Ryan and Sam, which are supposed to be shooting only, I'm like, guys, we're super behind. I need you to set up this archway, I need you to put out these flowers, I need you to make this look perfect. And they're like, we got you, bro. I'm like, let's go. <laughs> I know you do. So we so set up fun. the picnic. They held up Kate for like five extra minutes, which actually worked out really well. And the designer picnic, I literally just put it in the hands of her friends. I delegated. They did such a wonderful job. Kathleen specifically was like my co um, COO, like chief yeah. operation officer to make it all happen. And there's about ten friends there who were just really, really amazing to make the time so special. Kate didn't even see them till after their proposal yeah. when they all started cheering. So
0: I, I only thought Kristen was there and Mika, because Kristen was a friend I traveled with the whole day to all these spots and she that was she also cool. was like such an MVP because she had JJ's timing. She had a notes with all the things at this location at this time, give her this and then move to this location. At yeah, this time everything was mapped out. Yeah, like,
1: And so the best thing I did was I gave Kate what, two hours to prepare to yeah, wear whatever dress hour, you want yeah. to put on her makeup, to really get ready for the day with a glass of champagne and some chocolate and some stuff when she came home. <laughs> and then every stop had just time to have like sweet time with friends. Yeah. So it was really just an all day oh experience. Like I every minute was. I literally got to
0: go into Disney. I mean, it was a perfect weather, not a cloud in the sky, and I got to frolic into Disney. On the day I know I'm getting engaged, like it was just truly a dream. I got to sit at the castle. I still haven't posted it. We haven't shared like any of our engagement stuff because we wanted to share this on the podcast first. So get ready. It's coming. Oh yeah.
1: Super, <laughs> so super many cool. images
0: and cute things.
1: So we will show you guys everything that we're talking about, all the behind the scenes, all the highlights, but just know this, like the most meaningful moments in life have a lot of work conflict, challenge, just the more hard work, the more rewarding those moments Mm -hmm. are and that journey up until that point, those highlights and everything you see Mm -hmm. had just so many hours of just Conflict, working through trauma, working through things together, like really deciding that like we were gonna be each other's spouses through pre-engagement counseling, like none of it was an accident.
0: <laughs> okay, I'm gonna read the first line of this letter, okay?
1: Because
0: it has to do with what you're saying. Okay, great. <laughs> Hello, my sweetheart from Disney. This is at the letter I re- I opened while at Disney. What a symbolic place where we have had some of our hardest moments and some of our sweetest moments, much like a true human relationship. And it goes on. But like, yeah, we had one of our biggest fights ever. Oh my god. At Disney. We'll tell that story sometime. Um <sighs> wow. Wow is all I got to say. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but bad, bad, bad time at Disney. That was not the happiest place on earth that day. <laughs> that day. <laughs> oh my gosh.
0: But it's true. And then we've also had really sweet, fun moments. But I love you, honey. I love you
1: too. Yeah. I can't wait till you propose to me. <laughs> no <I'm> kidding. <laughs> <laughs> what? okay guys it's <laughs> fun i'm gonna walk into the wedding and be like this is a great wedding wow uh, well, exactly this all? <laughs> you're
0: gonna walk into the wedding and be like wow i feel so treated it's
1: so funny but our
0: bank account doesn't anyway oh goodness
1: <laughs> well we love you guys i hope guys i hope there's a lot of good takeaways for you there uh like listen i was looking at proposals where guys were flying out helicopters over <laughs> new york city to That's the hampton blah blah Sarah blah like, Chad yeah they were taking the girl out on a rented yacht up and down the coast. I'm like, okay, I'm not doing that. (laughs) I can't do that. Even if I wanted to do that, but I I wouldn't have wanted that. This was
0: so perfect because it was thoughtful and everything I could ever want.
1: Well, I was reading a story from a friend. He said one year at Christmas, he gave his uh, wife a um, BMW and she loved it. The next year at Christmas, he got a gratitude journal. And for 365 days straight, he wrote down one thing that he loved about her or was thankful for her for that day and gave it to her that next Christmas. And she said it was the best gift she had ever gotten. Wow. There you go. That is that is literally the best example right there
0: Aww. of
1: thoughtfulness.
0: That's so, so sweet. I, I am such a romantic sap.
1: Very, very sweet. So <gasps> I hope that really helps you guys. Um, we love you guys. And I can't wait to share more of our story with you guys.
0: Yeah. Okay, guys. Bye-bye. See you soon. Bye. The Heart of Dating podcast is created by Kate Warman. It is a part of the Converge podcast network. Our incredible editor is the one and only Scott Caro. Our theme music was developed by the amazing Christian Ledoux. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, or if you've never written us a review or ranked us on iTunes, we'd encourage you to do so because it helps us so much to get this podcast into more people's ears. We launch our podcast each and every week on Wednesdays. So we'll see you next week.